Oops. Come on, dude. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends, ones we can depend on. Damn it. Wait a second. Here we go. This is the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your host, Sonny Hollywood Pooney. What's up, people? Time for another episode of Wild Hair. Want to start by thanking all of you for all the positive feedback during these recordings. Keep the feedback coming. Normally, I fly solo on these recordings, but today I have a very special guest. Women have dreamt about him. Men want to be him. Proud to call him friend, singer, guitarist, songwriter, Mr. Tony Masalam of the band Restrained. How are you, sir? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. How you doing? <laughs> Women have dreamt about you. I know of least of one. Uh, Come on now. Old, no, wh- old stories. What year was old that? Story. What year was that? 88, 89? Mm, I don't remember. Wow. Okay. I don't remember. 90 um, maybe. <laughs> this is round two for you, right? Because we needed yes. guinea pig. Yeah. Yes. I was like on episode three, I think. Uh, 10, but close enough. Was it 10? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I think you recorded me third. <laughs> yeah. And I, something and I, like that. And I got yeah, yeah, bumped yeah. by more important people. Uh, that's true. All right. So before we get started... Uh, some have also dubbed you the biggest a-hole in the world. Are you the biggest a-hole in the world? No, no. You see, not some have dubbed me that. You have dubbed me that. <laughs> but are you? 100%. <laughs> see? I just want <laughs> clarification. Okay, I just want to make sure I was right. You might have guessed it already, but we've known each other a while. So we actually met in 1987 because we used to work for the same retailer. Well, I worked. I don't know what you did. Hey, I, you I were showed, getting a paycheck. I showed up. <laughs> <laughs> so we met in 87. Tell us the story. Yeah. So um, it was, yeah, back in 87, like October, December, somewhere in there. I don't remember. Uh, October. Yeah. December. Whatever. It was in the holiday. And I walked into the break room and you were sitting with, should I say your name? doesn't matter. Okay. So some girl. And uh, <laughs> and so she saw me, said, hey. I said, hey. I went over and sat down. Sonny gave me the stink eye because... Well, you know, you were coming in on my territory. Yeah, you were. Yeah. You were clearly, uh, yeah, trying. Anyway, so, but uh, I had this guitar around my neck, and uh, well, not a full guitar; it was a necklace. But anyway, uh, Sonny says, "Hey, so do you play?" Uh, no, she said, "You play guitar," and I said, "Yes, I do." And Sonny said, "You do? Are you in a band?" I said, "No." And I uh, said, what's your favorite band? And I said, uh, Kiss. And he said, uh, mine too. Want to audition for my band? And I said, sure. And that's kind of how it happened. So I was in this band. We thought we were going to rule the world. We sucked. I was the one with the least talent, definitely. We have Tony come down and audition because the guitar player we have isn't comfortable doing leads. The leader of the band and I... Uh, Curtis, we could say his name. Curtis. Yeah. How you doing, Curtis, if Curdy. you're listening? So anyway, we talk about, all right, if this guy can play any of the Kiss stuff, that's pretty cool. But like, if he can play Rocket Ride, he's in. <laughs> so we play a few Kiss tunes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm sure Tony played them better than anybody else in the room. Well, Curtis did well. He was the drummer. He did yeah. well, too. And then uh, me and Curtis mumble something to each other. We go, uh, can you play Rocket Ride? And Tone pulls out this like purple... <laughs> Uh, we'd never seen any pedals because you know, our other guitar player didn't use any pedals, really. So he pulls out this purple guitar player. What the fuck? Yeah, is it was it? a flanger. Yeah. 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 He plugs in, starts playing rock and ride. I'm like, uh, that guy's in. <laughs> 
just in case you were wondering, that band never did rule the world. Uh, we didn't rule actually anything. Uh, but <laughs> we spent some time practicing our autographs. I was telling somebody this the other day. We did? Yes. The autograph I used to practice, I still use. It's just, you know, for return authorizations and expense vouchers. I'm not used <laughs> to for anything else. But I'm sure you signed with that same autograph. We used to practice autograph at your grandfather's house, too, I think. Okay, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. And if I do, if I did, I definitely don't use it anymore because I don't remember what it was. Oh, it doesn't have the little star at the end anymore, whatever you were doing? Mm, clearly not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, one of the reasons that I wanted to hook up with Tony here is we used to go see a lot of bands, so we got a bunch of stories. We used to work together, obviously, so we got a bunch of stories. So your top five bands, I know, Doc and Striper, Kiss, Queensryche, Eclipse. We'll hit some of those bands today, but uh, let's start with the Crank It Up Spotlight. Crank me It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. Tone's the one who's always given me all these new bands to listen to. Every once in a while, I get a text saying, hey, check these guys out. People like Unleash the Archers. I still don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Amaranth, which was good. Amaranth I, I like that one. Good. Eclipse, which I can't get enough of now. Absolutely. Um, Battle Beast? Tell us about Battle Beast. Well, Battle Beast is a band from Finland. Uh, they're on, I think, record number four now. Um, I got that into that new them. record's hot, by the way. The new record's yeah, really no good. More Hollywood endings. That, that it's that a really hot. good record. Uh, actually, and the previous one was really, really good, front to back too. I kind of stumbled upon them pretty much the way I stumbled upon all bands these days is just like getting into YouTube and following, you know, falling down the rabbit hole on the side where it says up next, or you might also like, and I was like, what is that one? And it was a song called black ninja, which we kind of all had a good laugh about at first. I mean, the riff was great and everything, but the chorus was a little, okay, really? But I love that song now. So, <laughs> but now I love that band. Cause I mean, four albums in and I'm, I'm a fan. All right. I've never heard black ninja. So let's play black ninja by battle beast.
I want to get a feel for how this recording is going to go today because I got a feeling this thing's going to come off the rails here. So I was involved uh, in CGCM's Battle of the Playlist 1989. It was episode 10, and CGCM is uh, Canadian Geeks Chatting Metal. They got a great podcast over there, and Wally and uh, the Meister are awesome. But I want to ask you, which one of these lists would you pick? I'm not going to tell you which ones was whose because I think you would be surprised which one was whose. So list A Wait, was, was one of these yours? Yes. Okay. List A was Kickstart My Heart, Generation Clash from Accept, Dreams in the Dark, Never Enough by LA Guns, Mean Man by Wasp, Big Guns, Skid Row. Okay. okay. List B was Making a Mess, because see, we didn't tell each other what we were going to pick, so we ended up picking a couple of the same bands. Okay. Making a Mess, High Wire, Anything for You, Spark in the Dark, Fool for Your Loving, King of Hearts. Which list do you like better? I, I don't even know. What, what was the second song that you said in that one? High Wire. By? Badlands. Okay, okay. What was the third one? <laughs> Anything for you, Mr. What? Big. Uh, okay, okay. Well, that's obviously your list because I know you hate Udo, so you would never have picked an accept song. <laughs> but what list would you have picked? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm asking. <laughs> mm. I know you don't like Udo either. I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. No, yeah, I'd probably pick your list too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, Wally, if you're listening, List B should have won, although List A won that episode. Damn it. All right, let's talk about Lynch Mob. So, George Lynch is your favorite guy, right? Absolutely. So, why? Uh, you Isn't know, he kind of a pain in the ass? Never been to me. Oh, what? To yeah. you personally. Um, wow. I, I remember back in the MTV days, just turning on MTV one day and... Uh, in my dreams was on and i had no idea who they were at that point and then that guitar solo hit and i i was speechless kind of like just right now yeah just totally speechless uh, i just thought his playing was amazing his tone was amazing the whole the whole package of the band was amazing then the harmonies i was like holy crap right from there i dug in and never looked back so are you a oni guy or are you a robert mason guy mason so you like mason better yes i'm 50 50 i like mason better live Absolutely. Oni's a little annoying live. Mm. That's just my personal opinion. You probably shouldn't have an opinion since you might end up playing with them someday. Again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, we have played with them. We actually we played with all of those guys now that you mentioned. But um, yeah, no, I mean, as people, I mean, I've never had a problem with George or Oni. Oni was a super nice guy. Everybody's really nice. But as far as, yeah, I, I think maybe on the record, I mean, I, I do like the first Lynch Mob record better than the second one. However, like you said, live mason's a tough act to follow man that's that's he says the by heart the bar high the by heart <laughs> the by heart he that's says good. the by heart all right with that <laughs> let's go to a lynch mob song
So let's talk about our club days. You know, I had to buy drink tickets for a while, but you had to buy drink tickets for a longer while. Yeah, a whole three months longer. (laughs) Whatever. So for the young kids that are listening, when you went to a club and if you were under 21, they wanted to make their money. So they, if you were under 21, they would make you buy drink tickets for sodas or whatever. You know, my birthday's three months earlier, three and a half technically. So I didn't have to buy drink tickets as long as you did. (laughs) true it's true <laughs> and can come to find out drink tickets were a lot cheaper than the actual drinks later on in life was it because oh, well. we spent mm. a lot of money on drinks yeah after that. <laughs> so one of the bigger bands in the club scene late 80s in san francisco was kamikaze remember them yes tell me what you remember about kamikaze man okay I electric remember Dick Smothers. Electric Dick Smothers, <laughs> yeah. No, I remember actually hearing uh, "Wicked Ways," which was, I think, they're probably their lead single. Did they ever release an album? I don't you know, officially. I don't think so. Because oh. if you go to iTunes or something, it's not up there. At least not that I've seen. I do have a copy of the CD though, which is really great. And I actually just listened to it last week because I couldn't get "Wicked Ways" out of my head for some stinking reason. And so I had to go back and listen to that. And I ended up playing like so promiscuous and all that stuff. It just what happened then, dude? Well, besides Smothers? the movie, let's not talk about the movie. <clears throat> the let's adult go. film career. <laughs> yeah, we'll get past that. <laughs> Did he stay in music at all? I don't know. I really don't know. He was know. a bass player, right? Bass player and singer, Dick Smothers? I just remember him being the front man. Yeah, I don't remember if he was playing bass. We saw him opening for Warren or something like that. I know Teaser did. Oh, my God. Teaser. <laughs> wow. You know, they didn't... I don't think they officially released an album, but I got the demos. So check out this song, Touch Me in the Dark.
Cinderella, the silver legacy, and there was a murder of some sort. Oh, my God. What uh, was that no, story? So what happened that day? Well, I, I know Warrant opened, and they were great. Oh, yeah, 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 Warren, yeah, yeah. Warrant opened. And silver legacy, right? That legacy. Yeah. Cinderella was like 40-something minutes late, yeah, maybe even longer, because like Kiefer was having throat issues, which, from what I understand, that's kind of common. But, I mean, the way he sings. Oh, whew. yeah. I mean, that guy works hard. Yeah. Right? He's he, sweating. He gives it his all every yeah. single time he's on stage. So I, I, I totally get why his uh, you know, his throat might give him problems from time to time. But that's also why, like on the cruises, you don't see him walking around very often because he can't afford to be talking to people. He's got to rest his voice. I was like, he's kind of recluse. We, we never saw yeah. him walk around at all. I yeah, didn't think about that. It's rare. But that's, I, I mean, that. yeah, because even, for example, me. I don't sing a lot of the show, you know, I mean, I do backup on everything, but I only do like lead a couple times, but when we're, we're, we're headlining and we're out mingling by the time we're going on stage, my throat's gone. It's a struggle. So that's something that I'm going to even have to try and work on. That's why Johnny disappears for a good hour or so. Oh, you usually don't see him until after the show. Yeah. He disappears pretty quickly so that he can warm up his voice and kind of take care of it. He's smarter than I am. So... (laughs) (laughs) I thought there was going to be rumbles that Silver oh, Legacy that show legacy. because yeah. he was out well, late. I didn't think and it was go yeah, on. it was street vibrations at the time. And something happened, like somebody got murdered somewhere. Yeah, and the yeah. two big yeah, games yeah, were yeah, in yeah. town. Luckily, or? that was kind of in uh, a different town. It was oh, it was, was it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't know it at the time. We thought it was right there, so I didn't know what was going on. We got the hell out of there right after they were done. I remember that. That was crazy. All right, so we did a graduation day episode, and it is actually Baco and Steven did it because I, I couldn't join, but uh, Tony graduated in 1988. Aren't you supposed to be smart to go to private school? Are you? Because <laughs> it didn't take. <laughs> what was the question? I remember. Okay, so we had the opportunity to play at lunch. I sucked that yeah. day. I'm good. But the crazy bass player, what was it? Oh, that guy man. was a little nuts. John... Uh, I don't remember I, his name. It started with a K. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He lived in that little town. Yeah, yeah, Clyde. He was a little nuts. He was something. Yeah. Yeah. Talented. He was, was very talented. He was He was like a, I think like a Steve Harris kind of wannabe. And at that point, he's playing bass, I'm playing keyboards, you're playing guitar, and our lead singer is also drumming. Now, you know what? For all the things that that band was or wasn't, who had talent, who didn't have talent, I got to give it up to Curtis because he's still fighting for that dream. Like he released a couple of things. Yeah. Like he was hardcore, was not going to give it up. Yep. I gave it up. Thank God somebody told me I sucked. I gave it up almost immediately and just ended up becoming a fan instead. Yeah. I mean, it was it was easier that way. Curdy really stuck with it. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he changed genres. Oh, yeah. He started doing country. But yeah. you know what? So what? It, a lot of people it, I think it works for him. Yeah. I think his voice is great for country, so. That yeah. was good stuff, too. I like yeah. that stuff. All right, Winger. So you like Winger? Yeah, I like Winger. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to talk about favorite bands, yeah, throw Winger in there, not Cinderella. That first album's pretty hot. The first album is amazing. As Reb would tell you, there's not a mistake on that thing. Really? He would tell you that? He said that. Really? (laughs) Yes, he has said, if you listen to it, there is not a mistake. It was meticulous. Versus the second one, they got a little bit looser. but (laughs) Sloppy? (laughs) I I don't know if you could really consider anybody in that band sloppy. That's true. Yeah. There's not one song on that record I don't like. I have least uh, I have least favorites, but none that I don't there's like. There's one in the middle that I'm like, eh. Poison Angel? That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's Poison my Angel. least favorite on the record. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one that, otherwise it'd be a Desert Island album for me. That one kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has to be the CD so you have higher and higher. Oh, of course. The Dude, that bonus track's hot. <laughs> it's yeah, one of the yeah, better yeah, songs yeah, on yeah, the record, yeah, actually. That bonus track is hot. Well, I don't know if it's perfect. Uh, I really like Time to Surrender. 
let's talk underrated 80s albums. I did an episode with Ages of Rock. It was episode 72. Uh, thanks, guys, for having me on that. It was a lot of fun. And we talk a lot about 80s albums on that. But there's quite a few underrated 90s albums. Hardline Double Eclipse is one of them. Definitely. But you were talking about some rip it up saints and sinners i don't think i've ever heard this you've never heard i don't think Say, i've ever heard it are you serious serious you know okay so even after you told me i was too stupid to go check it out because i figured you like it must suck schmuck <laughs> so, <laughs> saints and sinners so actually rip it up was not a single the lead single was walk that walk and i'm guarantee you've heard that song if i play it for you right now you go oh i remember that song yeah I don't maybe so. but <laughs> I really like this record. Um, I think the singer is amazing. All I know about them is they're from Quebec. That's really about it. It's it's a great record. Were they one and done? One and done, man. One record, and that was it. They literally had one video. That's it, man. I don't recognize any of these names. Rick Hughes, Stefan Dufour, Martin Baudlack, Jeff Salem, Jesse Bradman. Jesse Bradman keyboards. He replaced somebody at some point. I think he was Night Ranger for a while. But I, I don't know about any of these other guys. I don't either. I've been meaning because I just recently dug that CD back out, and um, I, I've been meaning to go look around and see if I can find anybody, see if that singer's doing anything or the guitar player because they're both really good. Well, all right. Well, let's check out "Rip It Up."
Nobody plays board games with us anymore. By the way, did she you notice that? Yeah, clearly. I think we share a brain. I don't think we actually have two brains. We probably share one. Uh, mm, yeah, probably. And I think we're only using one side of it, too. And about 2% of that one. <laughs> but there was this DVD game called Riff, right? It was called Riff? Man, yeah. All right. So this DVD game, it's like a trivia game that uh, you stick in. I don't even know if people have DVD players anymore. I do, but, you know, I'm 50. You stick this DVD in, and it's like a board game on... Ha, I'm not 50. <laughs> oh, that's right. You've still got a few months to go, bitch. Um, that was good. I like that. So the DVD board game, you know, it's just like a normal board game, but it's on TV. And there would be so all kinds of... not, not a, board a board game? game. It's a TV game. What do you call that? A DVD game? No, it's a DVD game, okay. I guess. I don't know. But anyways, um, so they, they would have questions and blah, blah, blah. But then every once in a while, these rounds would come up. It's music trivia, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's, didn't I say that? Already? No. Oh, shit. So anyway, if you did, I don't remember. Every once in a while, these rounds would come up, and it would say, Schmuck. start naming bands with the letter blah. And then we would have to go back oh, and forth. Oh, Jesus. And this is that, where... That, that's the death round right there when that happens. Yeah. If it's Q or Z, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if Zebra. it's like... Done. Yeah, right. <laughs> Queen's right. Quiet right. Done. Queen. I Queen. got another one. Yep. But if it was like the letter, let's say... S. Or M. Or R. <laughs> M. Yeah. Two and a half hours. Yep. Doing yep. shots, doing this damn thing. Uh, and th- that's, I think when it, that's, little... that's why everybody quit. <laughs> Wasn't there like a little timer thing that you would have to flip up? Flip? I, I, I don't remember. I think the problem was there wasn't a timer. Oh, it was that's that the what problem. It was? And that's why we would just keep going and going and going. <laughs> and they'd be like, all right, well, I'll see you guys next time. Yeah, let's try it. Letter M. MSG. Well, what the f- Okay, Metallica. I'm going to go with easy ones. Oh, my bad. I didn't know there was rules. Uh, <laughs> the Monkees. Uh, Megadeth. Hmm. Mike and the Mechanics. Does that count? That's two M's for you. How does that not count? That's oh, a shit, band. That doesn't count. Okay, Man Rays. Happy. The hell is that? That's uh, you know, Phil Collins band. Not not that Phil. Not the Genesis dude. The Def Leppard dude. Oh, Phil Collins. Yeah. Apostrophe S. Band. <laughs> yes. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got another one. Moody Blues. I met at work. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's right? a good yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blues. Where the fuck that come from? I don't know. Montrose. <laughs> Mother's Army. You know who that is? Joe Lynn Turner. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I got another one. Did we say Megadeth already? No, you can say that one. I'll okay. say Motley. Megadeth. Oh, yeah, Motley. Yeah. That one's, that one's up So there. as you can tell, this can go on for days. Mother Love Bone. <laughs> oh, now I'm stuck. Oh, Mr. Mister. Ooh, that's two. No, that's just a double M. <laughs> Motorhead. Didn't you already say Motorhead? No. Are you sure? Yes. I think you said Motorhead already. I didn't. Okay, Michael Schenker. I said that. No, you said Macaulay Schenker. You said MSG. I, I, I said MSG. There was no specific. All right, then I'll say no Macaulay Schenker. There was no specificity. <laughs> then I'll say Macaulay <laughs> I did not specify which MSG it was. Oh. Specify is a long story. That's a side note. Yeah, we, yeah, we can get that, back to that some other time. Yeah, some other day. Everyone's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours. So go to our website at growinguprock.com. That's one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K.com. Or visit us on our Facebook page at Growing Up Rock and tell us all about it. So let's talk about restraint. So what's the... Mud vein. <laughs> We're going to be on this show. <laughs> you started it. Yeah, I know I did. What's the music scene like in Sacramento right now? What's it like? Michael Sweet. <laughs> Um, well, that's pretty good. Does that count? He's an artist. 
I guess that counts. Yeah. Okay, okay, if that counts. All right. I see where you're going now. I see you. No, uh, the scene in Sacramento is pretty good. Um, there's a lot of diversity in the music scene in Sacramento. There's some super heavy bands all the way to singer-songwriter, coffee shop, acoustic-y stuff. And for the most part, I got to say, everybody's very supportive of each other. It's, it's not a very cutthroat kind of a, a scene. Because I remember back back in the uh, late 80s and 90s, man, it was kind of cutthroat trying to get gigs and promoting. and People fly. getting signed out of Sacramento right now? You know what? It's a different day and age, man. I, I don't know that anybody's really looking for get signed by a real label kind of thing anymore. Let's be real. There's no money in that. Yeah. And, well, let's be real. There's no money in any of it. Um <laughs> You know, I got my uh, Spotify royalty check of three cents uh, last month. For the, <laughs> was that uh, for the whole year? No, 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 for the month. Oh. You know, because it's like a thousand plays oh. to get one cent. Wow. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah. It's, well, it's, good news is you got 3,000 hey, plays hey, hey. last month. Hey, hey. Yeah, so, I mean, it, I don't think anybody's really looking for that anymore. It seems more, um, these days, it's kind of more of a DIY kind of a deal. Yeah. It just seems to make more sense. And quite frankly, you just got to keep changing the way you think about what you're doing. Like what we're doing, uh, I'll tell you straight up right now, we put out two full-length CDs, but we, I've been, we've been talking about this for a while, but we're just going to put out a, like a, a, an EP next time, like a four or five song EP, just because it seems like nobody listens to full records anyway. Um, you guys have been together 10 years? 10 years. 10 years. It's been 10 flipping years. So there was a running joke for a while. I'm the one who created the running joke, yes. so I knew it existed. Right. That you had more members Murder than Bay. you had gigs. <laughs> that you had played less Morning Widows. Remember? Nuno Betancourt. Oh, yeah. That you had played less than the amount of members that you had had already in the band. Yeah. yeah. So we've been stable with the Back lineup the for a while. So yeah, for quite some time What's the now? lineup as of today? Because it might change tomorrow. Okay, as of right now, which I really don't anticipate it changing, but... Hopefully you didn't just jinx me. So obviously me, uh, Johnny Rowland. Muse. Good, good one, good one. Uh, Johnny Rowland, uh, singer and guitar player, Chris Ellis on bass, and Isaiah A.R. on uh, drums. And I think that's kind of how we've been now for about, I want to say five years, four to five years, somewhere in there. Chris is a little crazy. Johnny's well, very he's a talented. Bass player. <laughs> I'm not saying Chris isn't talented. Johnny's very, very talented. Isaiah's right. a beast. Isaiah is a beast. Where did you find this guy? We just kind of got lucky when that happened because we played a show in Sacramento called Concerts in the Park where um, they put on a Friday concerts. It's a free concert in Cesar Chavez Park. And, you know, thousands of people show up, you know, 4,000, 5,000 people show up. They decided to try and do a metal day, which was very cool. And we were fortunate enough to be um, one of those first bands. You said decided to try. Did not go well? For what that event is. It's not really kind of what the people are looking for. Ah. <laughs> we played with a band called Fall Rise. We already knew them. They're, they're friends of ours and everything. Um, and we, we've always enjoyed Isaiah. He was the drummer in that band. Um, shortly after that gig, our drummer decided to step down. About a week later, Isaiah left Fall Rise. So I did not waste a moment after seeing that post and contacted him immediately and asked him if he would be interested. And he said yes. So he came down. I sent him the CD and um, he came in and I said, all right, so what songs you know, do you want to play? He goes, oh, whatever. Let's, let's try this one. And so we played like three, four songs, nailed them. And afterwards, he revealed that that was the first time he had played them on a kit. When he learned the songs, he was air drumming them. Wow. He literally air drummed them. <laughs> wow. And when he came in, just completely nailed it. That's crazy. Yeah. The EP's not out yet. Yeah. So let's check out a song from the last album.
My Bloody Valentine. Marcy Playground. Yeah. <laughs> it did not be a good van. It counts. Um, all right. So let's talk. So did you ever end up seeing Rat? How many times did Rat cancel on us? Man. Okay. You know what? Freaking Rat. Every time we it went to go see. It could have been one of my favorite bands of all time. They would have just played when they were supposed to. That's what I'm saying. Seriously. Yeah. How many times did they flip and cancel? Easy I remember. five times. I remember even later on, um, they were supposed to play at a place called The Roadhouse in Sacramento. And that I, little place that like, little, what, 100, 100 people yeah, fill that place, right? Yeah, man, Mach 5. They were supposed to play there. I showed up. I'm ready for finally see Rats, finally see Warrant. And they're like, uh, well, you can come in, but they canceled. Oh, my <laughs> What do you God. mean they canceled? I'm not going to get into the details of what happened, yeah, but yeah, yeah. they weren't showing up. Yeah. So, But, yes, I did finally get to see them when they were the like stowaway act on the Monsters of Rock cruise oh a couple years God, ago. Oh, my God, that long. That was my first, what, two years ago? So that was my first time seeing Rat ever. So I heard some uh, interview with Piercy, Mast Intruder, that said they hardly ever canceled because he had to cancel a couple yeah, of shows. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, Full man. of crap. <laughs> I got tickets, show That show you kept canceling. I don't even remember getting my money back for those No, tickets. no. I know, I've never gotten a refund. Yeah, I don't know. I just God, and I, I know you really like Martini. Oh, I, I love Martini. Martini. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, you really like Invasion of Your Privacy, too. I, I kind of got yeah, stuck in the cellar, and that kind of went downhill for me. But you hung in a little while. You know, I, I yeah, I mean, as far as Rat goes, yeah, obviously, Out of the Cellar's incredible record. Invasion's cool, too, but a lot of the songs kind of sound the same. But uh, Dancing Undercover, still a good record. Like What's bo- your favorite song out there? You Body remember? Talk. Body Talk? Oh, right. yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's an insane song. And then it blew me away that it was in a freaking Eddie Murphy movie. I remember movie was it in? Golden Child. I remember being in the theater. I'm like, what the? Oh, you're right. <laughs> when they go That's to that right. uh, the biker That's house. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That Mad- was back in the day when hair metal was all over in the movies. Yeah, it? I guess so. Madame X. Yeah. So I, I hung in. And then even on Detonator, Detonator's when they really kind of, I think, started to lose me. There was still some stuff that was good. But Warren started going into more bluesy versus that, that kind of rock style that he used to play. So that's kind of when I yeah. started to fade a little bit. But, but then they really didn't really do much after that anyway. Yeah. So Kind of weird now because no Warren. Like to me, Rat is Warren. Rat is not Steven. But that's just me. Yeah, I don't know. For me too, Warren. Like I wouldn't be interested in seeing Rat now. Yeah, to be honest. I mean, I, I, I'm really upset that I never got to see Robin play. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, you know, unfortunate. Rest in peace.
Back in the day. Mitch Malloy. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a double M, too. That's a double M. Uh, My Chemical Romance. Ooh, that's pretty good, too. So back in the day when when radio was hot, we used to win tickets on the radio all the time. Yes. Right? Uh, And we went to a couple of shows, but was it the Black and Blue Lita Ingve show where you lied to me that you won tickets? No, 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 no. I actually legitimately won tickets to that one. And you picked them up at Will Call, right? Yes. When we got to Will Call, they said, oh, we don't have your name on. And so we got screwed. Parker Pavilion. Yes. But remember, there was that nice guy that said, hey, you guys need tickets. And we're like, well, yeah. And he's like, here you go. And just gave he us just two gave tickets? us two tickets, yeah. So unfortunately, we missed all the black and blue. We saw a little bit of Lita. A little bit of Lita. Ingve yeah. was hot that night. Ingve was amazing that yeah, night. Yeah, Ingve's not hot anymore. No. <laughs> no. So what was the one you lied to so me about? So the one I lied to you about was... Hey, you got to tell that Okay, story. so here's how the story goes. I'll, I'll back it up a little bit. Poison. Man, was it... Who was playing with Poison? Was it Poison and David Lee Roth? David Lee Roth, yeah. I think so. But Poison was headlining. No, I think David Lee Roth was. Okay, it might have been the Poison David Lee Roth. But okay, either way. I'm like, hey, they're playing at, you know, Oakland Coliseum, I think, right? Yeah, probably. And um, you want to go? And you said, yeah. So I said, okay. So we went. (laughs) We get there, and you said, uh, so where's the tickets? And I said, what tickets? <laughs> we didn't have tickets. I didn't say I had tickets. I just asked you if you wanted to go. You said yes. So and that's not an easy trek to Oakland, you ass. And I didn't have to drive. But <laughs> so I just walked up to the box office at the will call and said, uh, hey, I got I won two tickets on XXX radio station. I don't remember which one I said. And they're like, okay, what's your name? I gave him my name. And she looked and she goes, what is it again? And she looked again. She goes, there's nothing under here. I was like, man, it's the second time I'm getting sick of this. It's the same radio station. And I, I mean, I wasn't mean towards her. I was just kind of pitching a fit about it. And she said, how many did you need? And I said, it's just two. So she said, here you go. Enjoy the show. And we, <laughs> we got in and went to the show. You're a liar. Uh, yeah, I guess that was a lie right there, wasn't it?
Manitoba's Wild Kingdom. What the hell is that? Oh, yeah. No, that's a show. That's not a... Nope. Google it. I'm not talking about Mutual of Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Manitoba's Wild Kingdom. What uh, the hell is that? Oh, my God. What was the song? They had one song that I know. Um, they ain't even got one song. I, I have the CD. Liar. I do. Liar. Well, I can't prove it right now, but... Well, so they don't count. Uh, I can't prove I have their CD, but you can Google it. you got a phone in front of you. <laughs> Metal Church. Ooh, I got you. Oh, should have known that one. All right, so we went to, uh, man, I love Black Label. I know you love Black Label. Oh, yeah. Oh, Thin Lizzy, Black Label, Judas Priest. Judas Priest, yeah. Pavilion. Conquer Pavilion. Wall-to-wall bikers. Wall-to-wall leather in that place. Oh, my God, dude. What's we his were name? so out of place. What's his name was even there? Uh, that Durbin kid that was on American James Idol. Durbin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a few rows up in front of us. Oh, he was? Yeah, yeah. Did you point him out? Mm, somebody pointed him out to me, but I don't remember I don't if I pointed remember. him out to you. That show was crazy. I, I remember. so good. But the Black so Label, good. did they open with Funeral Bell when everybody was like doing the No, arms? no, 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 no. Crazy Horse. It, and he was on the, like, yeah. on the little box. Yeah, I remember. He and was he's on, got the Indian the, headdress. Yes. Yeah. The cur- and the curtain like just falls. Tall. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was the best, best opening. That was intense. Yeah, that, that show The was intensity crazy. went from zero to 3,000 in like two seconds when that curtain fell. It was insane. <laughs> yeah. I thought Black Label blew Judas Priest off the stage. One hundred percent at that uh, on that show, I'd have to agree. Just the energy, it's just, energy wise. Yeah, yeah, energy, energy wise for sure. But I mean, Priest was Priest, so.
It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. We're both lovers of Kiss, obviously. So, Meh. your fave member. Hmm. No, not personal. I mean, Kiss member. <laughs> <laughs> Minor threat. Oh, that's good. Favorite member of Kiss, huh? I guess it's still Paul. What, wasn't it Ace at one point? Uh, at one point. A trouble walking messed that up? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, when we went and saw him and he literally had trouble walking. <laughs> I thought Lord Tracy kicked ass. Oh, like Lord Tracy killed. Him. Yeah, yeah. But Ace, I, I, all I remember is Ace. I, I still don't understand how he did this. Um, literally, Ace was playing in slow motion. He was. I'm watching him. Everything is coming out right. It's all on time, I think-ish. But looking at him, he was moving in slow motion. His arm was moving in slow-mo. He still does he that. He was singing in slow-mo. And when he fell off the stage, he fell off in slow-mo. I swear to God, everything he did was in slow-mo. Oh, I remember him. That was at the Omni. He fell off the stage. <laughs> Because his drunk ass couldn't stand up. And why do you say still Paul? Was Paul rubbing you the wrong way lately? Attitude. It's why? Just because attitude. he's the best ever? Just Well, no. It's just the attitude that he has about it all. Uh, but anyways, I've just, I don't know. I've just heard stuff. Look, to me, he was nice. I met him one time. He was cool. Yeah. You know, what's he going to do? But um, one time, I was Gene oh, Simmons okay. for Halloween. Although, he's my least favorite Kiss member. Oh, he is? Yes. Oh, my God. Peter Chris is in front of him? What's wrong with you? Man, you know why? I don't know why. Actually, why would no Peter? No, Peter's always still been okay. My okay, line. just want to make sure. I was about to just stop no, no, the recording. Yeah, I, I guess I just <laughs> forgot about Peter. I don't know. How many times you seen Kiss? Oof, roundabout twenty five, maybe. Oh, okay, okay. Twenty twenty five. Fave album. You know, I don't do those. Your fave Kiss album? <sighs> Love Gun. Really? I don't know. Even with uh, even when then she kissed me. That's not on that record. Yeah, it is. Love Gun. Oh, it's not. Yes, it is. Check it. Stanley. It's not on there. Yes, it is. Oh, I'm a Madhouse. Um, I expect an apology when you find out that it's there. Man. Y'all, if this is wrong, edit it out. (laughs) (laughs) Marty Casey. Remember him? Love Hammers? Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was on Rockstar in Excess. Yes, I remember that. Can't believe Love Gun's your favorite album. I don't know. What's your favorite album? Asylum, baby. Always. Mm. I mean, that one's okay. Oh, yeah. Then She Kissed Me's on there. (laughs) You know what? Yes. Even with that on there, I like (laughs) that one the best. I just want to make sure. Uh, Why are you hating on the classics? <laughs> how did you How did you end up being a Kiss fan? I don't think I know this. Wow, you know what? That's a good question. That is a very good question because I avoided Kiss for a really long time. Plus, back when they were out, well, I shouldn't say back when they were out. I mean, they've been out for my entire life, but <laughs> I ran into them late in life. I think I got into them around, I want to say like 81 or 2. Oh, that's still earlier than me. One or two. It was, I got Destroyer. You were out of country at the time. I was out of country. Yeah. I was, I was living in Saudi Arabia. Um, so the first record I got that was rock, well, see, I had this conversation with Steven. He counts Asia as a rock record. I don't consider that. That's uh, Steven would be wrong. Right. That correct. is not a rock My, record. The first rock record I got was Def Leppard Pyromania. Okay, that's a rock record. Right. And that made me want to play guitar. Okay. And then I traded something. I traded some other cassette for Destroyer. I had no idea what it was, but I mean, I don't know, man. There's there's some catchy, hooky stuff on there, you know, and it was some shit too. But yeah, there's a lot of shit. But back then, I listened to a lot of shit, so I didn't know any better. Yeah, and and you know, so for me, it wasn't all about that superhero comic book, whatever, whatever, because I didn't have all that visuals that you guys had here in America. I had a cassette, but it was a bootleg cassette at that, so you had just the cover. So I didn't know anything about these guys. That's cool. That's cool to discover them that way. 
Yeah. They, did they have MTV in Saudi? No. No. Did they, they have had, any TV in Saudi? Uh, they had three channels. The all government in, channel. All in Arabic. <laughs> Uh, or was it one channel? I can't remember. It might have been one channel. But no, I think it was three. Five times a day, it'd be prayer time. So there goes... Five? Oh, yeah. Five times a day. Like prayer, prayer? Prayer. Muslim. I don't think I've prayed five times my whole life. No, I know you haven't. But um, yeah, so you, you, there would be no TV. But it would, it would be really nothing to watch anyways. We, wow. used, to, we used to have to... Like, this is pre-Blockbuster. This we, we had... There was this one um, guy in our compound that used to record stuff when he'd go back to the States on VHS and Betamax. Yes, Betamax. And bring them back. And we would go and we would rent videotapes of just random crap. So you got, like, the commercials, everything. Everything. Watching, like, Hogan's Heroes or whatever. Whatever. Wow. So I, uh, yeah, so finally, you know, like 80, yeah, 83, 84, then videos started making their way over. And that's when I started getting the visuals going with the, with the music. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I know one of your favorite songs is I Still Your Love. So we're going to play a cover. This is Robin McCauley on vocals, CeCe DeVille on guitar, Tony Franklin on bass, Ansley Dunbar on drums. It's from that Spin the Bottle Kiss tribute. And of course, CeCe doesn't do the solo right, but you know, big surprise. Shocker. Yeah. 
So I was also thinking about a story. You know how they have, you hear it on the news every once in a while, or you see it in the movies, where somebody's being questioned by the FBI and the police when they saw this person last because yeah. now the person is missing? Yeah. You know, that could have easily happened with our situation and a woman I know. When we left her. Oh, man. <laughs> we could have been that. I literally just told this story like a week ago. <laughs> oh, we're not telling the story. No, 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 no. We won't tell the story. Like, but I We left her with somebody? We could have been like, uh, we left her with this guy? Yeah. So let me get this straight, Mr. Mosalem. You left him with some guy? Right. <laughs> uh, I, w- I would have said, uh, no, that would have been Mr. Pooney who did that. <laughs> That could have been us. <laughs> All right, my man. Mars Volta. What the hell is that? Man, Google it. Dude, you're making up shit now. No, if I was making shit up, I'd say Marshmallow oh, Panda. Maggie's Dream. Oh, now you're making shit no, up. Who is one it? One album. Who is it? They're, I don't know who's in it, but they got like this funk, like extreme type album. It's pretty good. Actually, Stevens. Lies and Fabrications. No, they're not Lies and Fabrications. Mark so, St. John Project. Does that count? Yes. Why, just because he's dead, it doesn't count? It counts. I thought it was called White Tiger. Uh, that was a different band. I don't know about that. You better Google Spoon. You that. Google that. All right, so that's it. Another Wild Hair episode in the books. Tony, thanks for joining me. Marvelous 3. Marvelous 3. I don't even know what the hell oh, that is. Oh, yeah. So where can people find stuff Matt about Nathanson. Restrained? What? Matt Nathanson. Who the hell is that? Oh, that's that dude that was on uh, that metal show. Did I say Madam X already? Yes. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Meatloaf. You're supposed to pimp your Meatloaf. stuff now. You can't keep going. I haven't oh. said anything yet. Well, then, God, you suck. What Pimp am I doing? Stuff. Pimp my stuff. Okay, so you can find uh, my band Restrained uh, with a Y, R-E-S-T-R-A-Y-N-E-D, uh, at Restrained.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pretty much everywhere. iTunes, CD Baby. Um, Help make those sense. Man, I tell you what. <laughs> I appreciate anybody who follows us on Spotify and streams us, but I really appreciate you even more if you go to our website and purchase the CD through us directly because we will mail you an autographed copy. You actually have the physical copy. They they do make good coasters. They're pretty cool looking. (laughs) That's cool. As always, I want to thank my partner in crime, Stephen Michael. Thanks for all you do. Thanks Thanks for for all all you do. He wasn't even here. Yeah, well, he does all the heavy lifting on the podcast, though. Manicetti. As per the Grown Up Rock tradition, MGMT. Tony is going to shuffle, rattle, and roll us out of here. Oh, I am? Yeah. You got okay. music on your phone, right? Yeah. Let's see what I can find for you here. I'd Ooh, not- McQueen Street. fuck is that? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What am I supposed to do now? You're shuffling, you're oh, shuffling to, a song. Just uh, hit songs or hit shuffle. Okay. I realize it's petty to put this in during the edit, but Machine Head, Mark Slaughter, Men Without Hats, Matalachi, Michael Monroe, Mick Jagger, Mike Tramp, Monster Magnet, Murderer's Row, Matt Jaffe and the Distractions. Boom! I'm the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys.
please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.